Welcome to the Ether. Today is Sunday, February 5th, 2023. Today on the Ether, Coin Hall hosts Interchain Info, the Cosmos Index by Spark IBC. Let's take a listen. Okay, I'm back. Right. <laughs> I, I, so I have to fix my voice. Like, I don't want to sound like I'm freaking sleeping or something. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Yeah, I had a... Yeah. I think yesterday morning I had a call within like the first 30 minutes of waking up. And I was like, <clears throat> okay, la la la, try not to just warm up. I can't do morning calls anymore. Like anyone books an 8 a.m. call, I just told them, oh, look, can you shift it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, it's been some time since you last spoke to one another. So, you know, I'm really excited to have this space with you to have that catch up as well. Let's learn more about what you're currently doing. So. Yeah, let's start the space now. So maybe you could just tell us more about yourself, uh, what you're currently doing, and what Spark IBC is building on Cosmos. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, totally. Um, and actually, I'll uh, I'll probably explain the reasoning behind mm. this right now. But I think it might might be good to change the space title. Just change index to info because ah. the interchain index is a thing, but it's it's one part of interchain info. It's not the whole oh, thing. Yeah, so right. um, yeah, I'll explain that. So. Um, I guess like at the start, uh, maybe a, a yearish ago, something like that. Um, my friend and I, who's in the audience right now, Cosm Watch, uh, had the idea for Spark IBC, which basically is aiming to be a sort of steward for like multi-chain and chain agnostic mm -hmm. efforts. And by that, we just mean that the Cosmos's whole sort of shtick is. That there's a bunch of different chains working together and living in harmony but that's not really the reality they're all kind of separate and their own thing with really the only similarity being an ibc connection um and so it makes it kind of hard to like get funding like i think what's happening with confio right now um which super quick tldr for anyone unaware uh, Confio is an organization that maintains and develops Cosmwasm, as well as a couple other key uh, components of the Cosmos stack. Cosmwasm is what we write all of our smart contracts in. It's like the Cosmos equivalent to Solidity. And they recently announced that they're having to pause what they're doing because of a lack of funding. Um, and if, if you or anything like me, like that's obviously absurd. Like that's a crucial part of the Cosmos stack. They're doing something that every chain benefits from. How could they possibly be in trouble with funding? Uh, well, the answer is actually exactly why we started Spark IBC. It's that for chain agnostic and cross-chain things, where is that funding and support supposed to come from? Right? People on uh, Juno like to mainly spend their community funds or grants on Juno related things. Same with Secret, same with Osmosis, like not singling out Juno at all, just you could say this for any chain. 
Um, the Cosmos Hub has sort of been the one exception because it is sort of filling that role, but uh, not to like a meaningful extent. And so what we sort of realized is there needs to be a, a sort of funding platform and channel uh, for multi-chain and chain agnostic efforts that can really focus on things that um, might not get support elsewhere because they aren't specific to any one other place. Uh, but we do want to expand beyond that quite a bit. So like a funding platform is great, uh, but relying on private donors to finance really big and important things like Confio isn't super realistic. And we're totally aware of that. We don't think that just, uh, you know, goodwill is going to get get us through all the hurdles in the cosmos. So we definitely want to expand to uh, sort of a broader definition of like stewardship, where whether it's making connections with certain other teams, projects, chains, and sort of a BD capacity, whether it's advisory, whether it's uh, implementing or integrating something into some of our apps and services, we want to be like an all around source that projects who are trying to do multi-chain things can come to for help of all kinds. Funding being the main one we can offer now because we're still pretty new and haven't had a chance to explore some of these other options, but definitely extending beyond funding as well. Um, and then so separate from that, uh, but related in that uh, we want Spark to eventually become a sort of like umbrella type parent organization uh, that can oversee and like help with various efforts. And so like right now we kind of have two. So we run uh, three, I guess, if you count our validators. So we run a bunch of validators under the Spark moniker. Uh, we run the Airdrops One account here on Twitter, which we try and use for a lot more than just Airdrops. We try and use it as a really neutral, like just kind of way to to spread info around the cosmos and shout out smaller validators, things like that. And then Interchain Info, which I think is what we're mainly going to talk about tonight. So Interchain Info is its like own thing, separate website from Spark, um, but something we're going to be like building and maintaining for at least the foreseeable future, but possibly forever. We're not sure what goes down down the line, but what it seeks to tackle is sort of the user side of the same problem Spark's tackling. So Spark is for projects, for builders, for teams that need support, funding, connections. Interchain Info is for the user that wants to explore the interchain, uh, discover new tools, get info from reliable sources, and not be intimidated by not just Web3, but Cosmos, which is extra complicated because of the multi-chain thing, uh, in just a reliable sort of go-to place. And so the way we're tackling that uh, on Interchain Info is with sort of three different parts to the site. One of which is what we call the Interchain Index, um, which is like a Wikipedia of Cosmos, really. I think the best way to think about it is a community-maintained repository for entries on everything from projects like CoinHall, like uh, Windex, really everything, to validators and organizations and pieces of technology. So there's like a page on IBC or a page on the Cosmos SDK, just so there can be a central repository where people can reliably go to just quickly learn about anything they need to in the Cosmos. Um, another part of the site, the second of the three, would be the resource hub which seeks to aggregate and also categorize and synergize with the index I was just talking about, 
content from various creators around the ecosystem. So whether you do YouTube videos, uh, write medium articles, do Twitter spaces, interviews, podcasts, getting that all into one place where people can sort it by topic, uh, chain it's focused on, guest, that sort of thing, uh, and also have it uh, integrate and synergize with the index I was just speaking of. So let's say you're on the page for CoinHall, you might see in the module uh, resources related to CoinHall. So any interviews people may have done with you recently that are in our system, medium articles you wrote, that sort of thing. And so like the grand goal is just making everything interconnected, fleshed out, easy to navigate and intuitive. Um, and above all, less intimidating. Like, I think my number one thing, I know I've talked for a minute here, I'm right at the end. My big like message to people is if, if you're in this space right now, chances are you're a pretty diehard cosmonaut, which means it's been a long time since you've had the perspective of a new user, a new user to crypto or a new user to cosmos. It's confusing. It's intimidating. And there are even cosmonauts right now. I know because they brought it up in spaces with me that don't actually even understand exactly what they're doing. Like someone a couple of weeks ago didn't actually understand that like Juno and Osmosis and the hub were separate chains. They thought they were, they were like, wait, I'm transferring between different chains when I go between them. I, like it, it's crazy. And so we need to remember that not everyone has the sort of background that we all have right now, or that many of us have from being in this in the day to day. And so that's really like where interchain info is going to shine. However, the third part of Interchain Info and the last piece will also be extremely beneficial to all of us veteran users. The third piece of the site is not built yet, and it's a large portion of what we're raising funding for, which is what we'll like get into tonight. Uh, and that's the dashboard. So while the first two parts that I talked about are really focused on learning, exploring, discovering new uh, people or things, dashboard's about doing. And so it's somewhere where you'll be able to aggregate all of your favorite dApps and normal apps, so on-chain and off, into one interface that you customize and make your own, and it becomes your sort of Cosmos command center. So rather than having to open four different tabs to check your staking on a couple different protocols, do some LP pool management, buy some NFTs, you're just going to have one place where you can do all that with a module for all your popperate all of your favorite and popular familiar things like a module for coin hall a module or think of them as widgets widget might be a better word uh widget for osmosis widget for stargaze etc as well as some off-chain things like hubble tools dexmos um, and some cool stuff that grits is building actually i noticed he popped up here but so yeah that's my pretty long-winded overview uh but that's sort of where we're at and i feel like i did it justice at least so just to make sure i got the district the descriptions right in general so spark ibc is a decentralized community funding platform across the chains and will be the main parent and product of whatever leads after and the second one is well currently the topic at hand is in the chain info so you're saying it's a wikipedia media platform for all Cosmos chains where everyone can find information about the different protocols, et cetera, building on top of it. Is that right? Yeah, bingo. <laughs> okay, nice. Okay, sorry about the mistake I made at the start, but okay, we are going to touch your proposal a bit here because um, you guys are seeking about, I think, 250,000 in funding, roughly around there. Could you explain what the funds requested will go towards and expand a bit more on the roadmap of Spark IBC? Yeah, totally. So 
Um, I just pinned it above too for people who kind of want reference for what we're talking about. Um, and actually, just real quick, in, in case it's something relevant to what I touched on, Grits, do you want to jump in with anything? Grits has been helping us out a bunch behind the scenes, so I don't know if he has any insight before I move on to your question. Um, not really. Um, I don't know if I'm cutting out or not. This app isn't running very well. I haven't been on Space in a while, but yeah. Uh. Cool. Yeah, you sound okay. No, no cutting out so far. Sweet. So yeah, the um, governance funding. Um, Essentially, kind of like we mentioned with the Confio situation, uh, you know, we're well aware that just private donations from individual users out there are not going to cut it for most like major fundraising efforts. It works really well for things that are already donation based, like Terra Spaces and some other people are going to expand it to in the future. But for funding a project and doing the equivalent of like a grant or, or VC raise is a different story. So one of the things we're sort of trying out here with our own campaign for Interchain Info, which I, I might have actually not touched on that. So right now, the main Spark campaign on our site that we are raising funding for is this Interchain Info thing. So the grant or sorry, the community pool proposal that we're about to go through and I'm going to talk about is not actually for Spark. Um, this is something Spark wants to be able to offer in future to whatever is fundraising on our platform. And what that is, is like a multi-chain uh, governance-based funding stream. So on behalf of Interchain Info, we are trying to raise funds from a number of different community pools across the cosmos. And the entirety of that will go towards Interchain Info as part of the Spark campaign. So none of that will be used for like Spark development, uh, this is where we start to like think of them as separate entities and keep this sort of spending separate. So our thought with the actual governance proposal is Interchain Info is incredibly chain agnostic. It benefits everyone out there. So we feel like everyone should chip in to an extent if, if the communities agree they want to see it built. And so we played with numbers for quite a while to come up with something that we felt was as fair as possible giving the massive differences between the various chains out there. And so what we came up with is an ask of 1% of community pool funds from a number of chains, which you can see listed above. I don't want to go through them all, but there's about 20. Um, capped at 20K per. So for really large community pools like uh, Osmosis, Atom, uh, Terra, it would be capped at 20K. It wouldn't be 1% of the pool. And so when you add up all the pools, we have this in a chart in the post above. That's where you get to the figure uh, that CoinHall mentioned of around a quarter million. Now, that's where it sort of gets interesting because it's not like we have a lump sum ask for that amount or nothing. That would be if every single chain uh, passed the proposal for the amount that we have outlined there. Our next step that we're embarking on next week is posting on the individual forums for each of the chains we're uh, targeting with specifics of how it will appear on their chain and engaging with their community. Um, and in some cases, maybe there will be some changes. I'm not sure. But uh, that's like the rough plan going forward. And the, the last big piece of that puzzle is for every chain that passes uh, one of these proposals to fund us, 50%, a full half of the amount given to us, is set aside to go back to the community in our content incentives program. So how that's going to work, and we also have this outlined with details, so it's not just sort of an 
up in the air, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll pay for it somehow. A uh, way that we can encourage people to keep things up to date on the site and keep them as helpful as possible. So let's say that Secret Network passes their proposal and funds us. We'll take half of what we receive from them and set it aside to pay out to our users who keep Secret Network and related pages updated across the site or submit info to the resources hub, whether they've done a video on Secret Network they want to add, or maybe they want to do a brand new one that will be exclusive to Interchain Info. You could get paid a bit more for that. And we can go into all the details and numbers. I'm more than happy to, but um, not sure if that's too important. I think that's the, the, the good overall of the funding prompts, yeah. There are some questions regarding the the proposal that I'll ask later, but I found it interesting because I wanted to bring up the issue of Prop 89 in the past, where, you know, Cosmic Validator was seeking for funds to run community Cosmos-focused content. So, so, so some background, basically, it caused quite a stir because people believe on one hand, they should find ways to support their own operations without relying on the compu and other lagging indicators like market conditions and stuff. And on the other hand, people were thinking like, you know, community pool is needed to fund these kind of initiatives. So I think it's essentially all about building your own business when it comes to funding content, right? Um, it's one of the core points why people should stick with them if you're a validator. Or same thing with content creators themselves. Their main revenue model is basically they attract advertisements, partnerships, rather than it being a de facto quote-unquote donation from the community, especially if it's outsourced content. So what I found interesting for Spark IBC is that you essentially remove the barriers to allow these smaller actors who face difficulties in gaining traction to get paid for their efforts. This may mean generally lower quality content, assuming the case. So with regard to the paid user-generated content, what are some examples of qualifying content points do you guys personally look out for before you approve them and give them the incentives following after? I think Grits wants to speak as well, so I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I kind yeah. of disagree with that whole Prop 89 thing that went down because it's mainly just people like not liking that a validator is doing it and there's an incentive for them to you know get stuff over other validators and stuff like that but this is about this is different like in the future we're we're heading towards an ecosystem where it funds itself right now everything is separate even jacob right now is like literally writing up a document on how to get rid of the icf funding problem and make the community pools fund themselves so in the future that's the way the direction is heading just because of that one prop, it doesn't matter, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I actually think like that prop is a really interesting case study uh, in that I, I don't have a specific answer, but I think that that could have been handled a better way uh, if, or things like it in future, if we were involved and we were a bit more established um, in that you know people like them like joe in the audience like so many content creators out there should like be incentivized to do this stuff to an extent it's it's one thing that other ecosystems actually do better than us is they take community funds or dev funds or, or corp, you know whatever entity or business might be helping do marketing or dev for a chain and use that to um, I also disagree that it like will create lower quality content. Like the whole reason why I can't build half the applications that I can't, so I get no funding. I'm doing everything yeah. for like literally free. You know, like if people get any money, it might give them incentive to do something. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly, and 
But I think the issue is that it felt weird coming through governance for such a small and specific use case. People would have been far more, like, I think, receptive or at least less shocked by something that was like, let's establish a fund that can pay out people like Cosmos Validator when they meet certain... Yeah, totally. If yeah, metrics like at themselves, you know, and just did a whole community effort, it probably would have changed. It's been a lot different. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, so like one thing we want to do just i know this isn't specific on your point but like right now we have a perpetual campaign open for tariff spaces which just means you know we'd like recognize that what he does is super beneficial and chain agnostic and so if anyone wants to contribute to them they can do it through the spark system and earn spark points which we can talk about later um but we absolutely are like planning to extend that to a more generalized program where any sort of cosmos content creator who is not specific to one chain could be applicable. So Joe's in the audience, Tank, um, Liam, like whoever else, setting up channels for those types of people uh, so that they can get funding and then working with us to create promotional material, keep uh, attention around them, make sure that their thumbnails, banners, all that sort of stuff is like professional looking. That's all sort of within the scope of the type of stuff we, we want to tackle. Um, and uh, well, there's one other thing I was going to point out. So uh, I think I forgot it. So maybe actually, Joe, do you want to just repeat your core question? I could circle back to that. Uh, no problem. Or was yeah, that a good answer? answer. <laughs> I can understand better now. Uh, my main question was basically how the some examples of qualifying content points that you guys look out for before you approve the content that comes out on uh, in the chain info. Yeah. Gotcha. So kind of a two-part answer on that so in general um very soon here we're going to open up uh public submissions and edits on the site which means anyone will be able to submit changes to an existing article or submit new or sorry changes to an existing index page so like a wikipedia page uh, and then also submit new wiki pages and resources so like videos articles etc so anyone will be able to do that on site but one of the things for example that differentiates us from something like alexandria which is a like fully decentralized wikipedia built on cosmos tech is just because you submit it it's not going live on the site and unfortunately we think or not even unfortunately this is one of those areas where centralization can be beneficial because you can have an entity like uh, like us looking out for basic malicious things, right? So uh, uh, malicious links, um, replacing links on popular pages with phishing ones, uh, changing, destroying someone else's work. Like if you just have a competitor coming in, deleting everything they had uh, and pushing that as an update, these sort of things. These are really what we're going to be monitoring as far as our like overview of submissions. We do still want it to be sort of community driven and Wikipedia esque in that, you know, we're not going to be necessarily double checking all numbers. We're not going to be judging projects on the quality of what they're building. We're not going to be uh, doing any kind of biased like picking, um, which does also mean a slight lack of oversight. But we think that the Wikipedia model works. And with some of the ideas we have in mind long term, there will be incentives surrounded for the community to keep things up and accurate on their own so our level of overview and like uh 
filtering is really down to basic malicious stuff. Um, other than that, we really don't want to be like the uh, gatekeeper of information, right? I think the community will be able to figure this out. The projects that have a more passionate community because they're doing well are going to be more inclined to keep their page updated and uh, monitor it, blah, blah, blah. As for the paid incentive programs, though, uh, there is a little bit more oversight. So we've laid out like exactly how the actual payment works with uh, you can either get paid per the word on an article per the minute on a video. Uh, this is if you're creating new content for Interchain Info or for su submitting existing content. It's just like a flat, pretty low fee. I think uh, we said it like five, five dollars. Let me check actually been yeah so um that would just be like uh basic content so if someone comes in and just you know maybe maybe english isn't their first language or it's clear that they just kind of put in some unhelpful fluff like then we'll probably chat with them and say like probably just won't outright ignore them we'll say hey here's our problems with this we don't think it quite fits the standard we're looking for for our incentives program uh could you try and do xyz a little more and we'll try and work with people but um our levels of oversight are fairly just best practice general what what you would kind of hope for nothing too special or restrictive yeah understand uh sorry king wabi the questions were coming a bit so uh, i'll definitely let you up the stage in a bit so I guess moderating content does require heavy time and labor invested as seen on many Web2 platforms, right? And especially now for Interchange Info, when Cosmos Chain's development increased at an exponential rate, I think there's already been over 20, 30 new sovereign chains planned for launch, be it through Interchange security or not. So with regard to the first 50% on request, requested funding and salaries, how many people are on the team managing this library index and constantly updating it as of current moment? Yeah, so our team, our team composition is a little bit interesting. Um, I am extremely fortunate to have uh, like gained a partner in building Interchain Info over the past couple months, who has a full team beneath him uh, of like Web two developers who do that full time. They're they're his employees. So by extension, they're sort of the Interchain Info team at the moment. Uh, and so they've built out the index and the resources hub as they are in their current state. But the issue is they're all very Web2 oriented. Um, and while they want to make the move to Web3, the dashboard really needs to be done right. So my absolute priority with the dashboard is sort of the foundation of it. Um, the widgets will have their own sort of SDK so that any project with something they've already built can come in and quickly like integrate that into a dashboard widget. And making sure that this works and is interoperable between different chains and even different wallets. Because right, if we integrate something like Rango, which we're absolutely going to do, suddenly that means Avalanche, AVAX, Polkadot, etc. are all in the mix. So the funding for the dashboard, it's a little bit hard to speak on the team because our range of possible funding is between whatever's been donated right now and the amount we mentioned earlier of about a quarter mil. So we don't have like, you know, current team members. It will depend on how much we raise, how many we'll be able to take on. Um, like if yeah, our raises, you have high, to pay people to have a team, you know? Yeah, this is the thing. I don't think people 
actually have a really good sense of our like finance situation and how we've got to where we are, where we are right now. All of our validators run at a loss. There's no fee on Spark donations that go to us. Um, everything that's been done is out of our own pockets because we believe in building this and we're very confident that we can be revenue positive in the future. But it's about getting there, right? Um, and so I guess one more thing I'll add on that note is these funding proposals will not be a reoccurring thing in their current form. This is very much like a jumpstart to help us get going and get to sustainability and profitability. What we might do again in future is more proposals where the entirety of the amount is for these content incentives programs. So that if it goes well, other chains can say, hey, we wanna keep that pool filled up so that all the info related to stuff built on our chain is always up to date. But as far as funding our own development, um, this will not be a reoccurring thing. We want to get to be to where we're a business who is sustainable and doesn't have to rely on like community funding and public good. We think that's incredibly important. We don't want to find ourselves in the position Confio is somehow in right now. Um, so, yeah. Got it. So I wanted to clear up on some questions I have as well. So I'm not sure if they have been addressed publicly yet. But first, there has been some inequitable worries about the different grant us from each chain. So I know you mentioned the incentives program, but let's say, well, you mentioned there's 1% from the community pool of each respective chain. This meant that you could be asking for, let's say, 50,000 from one chain and 10,000 from another. Just example. Because one chain is technically paying more, does it mean the work contributed from interchain info themselves, I mean yourselves, will be higher? Or how does it work? Yeah, so uh, again, just uh, I know you were using an example, but for anyone who's joined in late, I'll, I'll call out our fund. Our funding asks are capped at 20K. So it's 1% of the pool up to 20K. And if 1% would be higher oh, yeah, than sorry, that. My bad. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> no, yeah, no worries. I just wanted to call that out for other people. Um, so here's there's kind of a very simple answer to that. So, yes, the fund, the chains that pay more. Um, will get more benefit because of the content incentives program and that alone. So they will have a larger pool of funds that incentivize their users to keep their information up to date and submit more uh, resources, videos, articles, whatever. Um, but we don't think that's inequitable at all because we could start with any amount for that. And if it's successful, we can always talk with that chain's community in future and be like, okay, do you want to put more into just that program to keep stuff going? The other 50% that's going to development, there's really like nothing that we're doing that is specific to any one chain. So the flat answer would be no, like chains that are paying us more are not necessarily gaining more benefit. The entire interchain pretty uniformly is benefiting from what we do. So the 1% of the community pool thing is... One of two options we played around with, the other being some percentage of like market cap or something, um, because we think that's just fair. The larger chains with more to spend should contribute more to the growth of the overall interchain. Um, but, you know, we're not going to be spending any of uh, our 50 percent that we keep on like just stuff for that chain. You know, everything we build is very uh, useful to all in a pretty equivalent manner. Remember the whole proposal with the osmosis grants thing that was going on a little while ago and people were concerned about the money being spent versus the, the projects they're bringing in? Like that's pretty much going back to that exact discussion and that prop passed, so. 
I think King Wabi has a question, so you can speak anytime you like. Hey, what's going on, guys? My name's Wabi, I'm sure. A few of you here uh, have become familiar with me. Uh, Timmy, brother, if uh, you'd like, if you have time after the space, I'd like to discuss with you to see how I can help you guys out with funding. Um, I'm more than capable to fulfilling that task. Uh, it's 250 grand, so... Um, you know, us here at Arco Partners, we will be able to help facilitate that. So if you want to get an... Uh, Rugged at the most important moment. <laughs> you, you cut out, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I think I got the gist of it, though. Yeah, no, we'd be absolutely happy to chat. I, I really appreciate that. Uh, the one thing I'll just call out super publicly is... Can, can you guys hear me? I think one thing that it's like... Yeah, can you hear us? Oh, no. I heard him. Wabi, can you hear us? Maybe he can't hear me. Someone else say something. Can you hear us? Maybe he can't speak yet. <laughs> Check one, two. Oh, no. One, two, one, two. Come on, Elon. <laughs> okay, he's throwing a thumbs up. That means can hear. Okay, good. Okay. Okay, so, so I guess okay, we, cool. we just speak to yeah, you after. The, yeah. the one thing I'll call out is we think that something like Interchain Info, like an actually incredibly crucial part of it, is that it's beholden to no one but the community that uses it. So that's why we honestly haven't even explored any kind of venture capital or investment route. It's been entirely oriented on like grants, community pools, public funding, uh, and while we're happy to like chat about private investment, I'm not sure what you have in mind, not saying it is, it would have to be with like almost no strings attached just because the, the essence of what Interchain Info is relies on it being like credibly neutral. Um, so that's just one thing I'll call out. You, you but could, I, I you could do the same thing. Like I, I'm just basically, you know, some people donate to me for my, like I'm going to be building the news website and I just have like an info page with my supporters and I just put their logo on it and that's it. Yeah, Timmy, can you hear me? But Wabi, let's let's definitely chat. I appreciate that immensely. Um, I also don't know how me? I'm not. Yeah, wait, did he hear anything I said? Yeah, we can hear him now. Do you hear us? You guys, uh, yeah, I can hear you. Can you guys hear me? I think Spaces yeah. is yeah, bugging. Yeah. I think Spaces. Yeah, can you. Ask him if you could hear me in particular. <laughs> Yeah, I'm able you. to hear him. I, I just, just tell Timmy, okay. just tell Timmy that uh, that I'll send him a message, um, like in an hour or so, or probably in the next like 15 minutes or something. I had to go hop on a call, but um, yeah, if, if uh, you guys can tell Timmy that uh, I'll be messaging him, feel free to do that. And I understand like what this is all about. I know it's all about community and all that, all that stuff. Uh, no strings attached or anything. Um, I actually spoke to Joe over the phone, so he kind of knows where I'm at with all of this stuff. And um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to bringing value to all things IBC. Been in the space for five years, and I absolutely love everything uh, in the cosmos. Everything regarding devs and also things like subdials and, um, you know, these Twitter spaces with guys like Sethi, the coach. Um, I've been in Spark IBC spaces a few times, so I'm not, I, I don't want to take up... Uh, your guys' time here, so I'm going to see myself out. Uh, hope you guys have a good rest of your Sunday. Take care, and God bless you all. Nothing but a beautiful use of time there. Thank you so much, man. Thank yeah, you. we'll definitely chat. Thank you, yeah. You guys just observe the spaces within the spaces. <laughs> it's wholesome. <laughs> I, okay, I'm just moving on to my last two questions. So if anyone else has questions, please feel free to hop on and request as well.
So what happens if a chain does not pass the prop vote? Were, were you, eh? Yeah, the prop vote, sorry, the community funding. Will you still yeah. cover them? And if so, with what limitations besides the incentive program? Yes, awesome. Thank you. Um, absolutely none. Only difference is you won't have the content incentives program. Uh, just because a community might not see our vision yet does not mean that they're not deserving of the same like access to information and tooling and stuff. We have nothing nothing will affect you uh, as a chain or community if you don't pass the prop except that you won't have the incentives program going. Understand. And just lastly, I know you guys mentioned a token called Spark in the proposal. So I just wanted to know more about the token and have you guys thought about the utility, how it would be distributed and stuff? Yeah, so this is this is one of these things where I guess we haven't fully committed to how we want to talk about it and such. But initially, when me and Cosmwatch started Spark, the idea was like, I'm a big believer that a lot of the tech that we play with every day, NFTs, tokens, uh, swaps, could be used for like a lot more general things if it was just literally labeled differently or talked about differently. So what Spark is, Spark is already a token, um, but we just call it Spark Points. So what it is, is it's a soul bound token that you earn on a one to one basis with your USDC donations to any Spark effort. So like if you come to our platform and whether you donate uh, like $100 to our general fund or to Interchain Info or Terra Spaces on his site, you'll have 100 Spark tokens minted into your wallet that are soul bound and cannot be traded. Um, and so that gives us the flexibility of reaping some of the benefits of like an on-chain token that lets you sort of identify your user base and stuff without going the route of something that's tradable and has value when it doesn't necessarily need to. Like, we don't think every single protocol has to have a token. Um, I think you guys have noticed that with, like, CoinHall. And so the idea with Spark um, is that, and, and so we, we are going, the first issue people might immediately think of is, well, I have, like, multiple wallets. Um, if I'm donating from different ones, I can't consolidate my, like, points. Uh, and you will be able to do that. We'll have a... a system where you can kind of claim other wallets and on our leaderboard and on some of the stuff we build in future you'll have like all your spark points from your various wallets uh sort of registered under your name or whatever and so what we want to do with spark points right now it's used for nothing but the leaderboard on spark ibc where you can kind of see who's contributed you can give yourself a nickname um see how you stack up with other donors flex your generosity but we want to extend it to have utility in future. Um, but to be specific about this, we're never going to like payment gate to any core feature. So there's never going to be like some really important part of Interchain Info's dashboard, let's say, that you're unable to access if you don't have Spark. Rather, it'll be used for like quality of life things and aesthetics. So maybe you'll have more themes to pick from besides just light and dark on some of our sites. Maybe you'll, or this one for sure, you'll be able to save more uh, templates in some of the things that we're building for the dashboard. I think I'll just say that, like little bits of utility here and there that um, 
will never be your reason for accruing spark points because your reason should be contributing efforts, um, but that will make you feel good about having done so and have a constant reminder of like, yeah, I earned this cool little feature. Totally get it. Thanks for the explanation. I guess I think now everything's still pretty much new and then a lot of things still in experimentation stage. But Spark, uh, Interchain Info is actually live in open beta. Just a shout out to the Spaces people here. So you guys could see the groundwork if you guys head over to interchaininfo.zone and you can see what they have already built so far. And, you know, just kind of figure out whether you feel that's valuable to you. Personally, I think it is because there's not really a platform where people can find every centric information there about the Cosmos chains. And I know some people speak, spoke to me in the past that they want to build it. But it's just so intensive and this kind of efforts really go a long way. And I'm really proud to have to get guys here up on stage now speaking to us. Appreciate the time. Uh, I think there's a question from this guy, so I'll just let him in. Oh, he could be yeah. some some other random guy. I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I. No props. Yeah, I feel like um. Where is I gonna go with that? We'll <laughs> let this guy jump in while I collect. Yeah. <laughs> The uh, hi actor, do you want to come on or could be <laughs> a mistake? Uh, yeah, go on to me. <laughs> um, it also could just be someone new. I posted about this space on Reddit, and so there might be some That's people it. popping new aren't aren't very familiar with Twitter. That's possible. You'll have to unmute yourself in the lower left actor. Maybe that's the problem. If you want to speak, but I think he's shy. <laughs> well, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, so I, I guess one thing I'll call out too for people going and checking out Interchain Info um, is keep in mind we are like full startup, no funding um, whatsoever. So while I'm actually incredibly happy with the functionality we already have, uh, two big notes are a lot more functionality is coming. A lot of really cool, just intuitive things, ways to sort stuff better, discover stuff better. Uh, our search engine that we're using behind the scenes will just improve over time so the results will get more accurate. And it's not bad at all, but the site doesn't look beautiful. It doesn't look like something that should be the face of Cosmos right now. And I just want to call out, we're like totally aware of that. It's one of the reasons we're in beta. We're working with a limited budget and we are already working on a full like design and UI overhaul. So don't be turned off by that at all. Um, but still pretty happy with like the functionality we have there. I've already found myself using it for a number of things, just like well, let me get to this project's website um, rather than guess the URL. I already have my interchain info tab open. Boom, boom, links right there. Um, that sort of thing. Perfect. That was awesome. Uh, I think Grits is gone. Just want to sound out any last questions that anyone may have for Timmy here. If not, this is the end. Very great chat. <laughs> yeah. I guess my, my last call out would be um, if you guys are a fan of what we're doing, please just remember the whole sort of human psychology thing of like the vocal outspoken minority, where when people see something like our funding proposal come across their form or their Twitter feed, if you like it, you tend to just maybe give it a like or, or scroll on or not comment. If you don't like it, you'll comment and speak out about it. And so what that creates is... Uh, when someone new looks at it at first glance, the only thing they're seeing is critiques underneath. So not just for our proposal, but everything in the Cosmos that you think is like a good effort that people are putting work into, 
drop a little comment saying like, I love this. I'm in support or whatever, because I think far too often people just assume, oh, they know I'm in support, whatever. But it's good to let other people see that a certain idea, whether it's ours or someone else's, has support and that it's like widely you know, agreed upon. So that would be my one little call out. But um, looks like we got grits and coin landing back up. Uh, did you mention the possibility of creating a community chat box and then maybe using the points plus? Shh, you know? shh, someone take it. Shh, quiet. <laughs> someone will take our idea. I could start building it like right now. Like seriously. I really think like, I can't believe it's not a thing. That was so I know. fun. Um, we, if anybody's ever used like Poloniex or Bitmax, it just has a totally bare bones, like early 2000s, just everyone in one chat at the bottom, like a little tab you can open. It's called the troll box. They used to. And we, yeah, yeah, used to. And so we want to do something like that on, uh, I think, Interchain Info. And that will probably be the type of thing that is gated by Spark Points, as an example. Um, a, for a bot filter is the main thing, but also just so, you know, Spark donors have somewhere to hang out and, and chat. Thanks for uh, thanks for the alpha drop. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> yeah, that'll make a big alpha. <laughs> no, but that should be this, fun. This is record, recorded, so I don't know. <laughs> you might want to. No, that's fine. I better start building it. <laughs> go go go! So I think Coinling mm-hmm. has uh, wants to speak. Hi there, hi there. Hey, hey. Can you can can everybody hear me well? Yeah, we can. Until right, Elon so- rugs off in two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Timmy, we uh, we talked before, so you know uh, who I am. Uh, for everybody who doesn't, uh, Coin Landing Page is a similar kind of uh, service as Interchain Info, but we focus on kind of different things. So um, our goal, together with Interchain Info, is to boost the discoverability of the cosmos. Um, but I had one question for you, Timmy. Um, if you would get funding from the community, uh, would you open source the development that you uh, create with this funding towards other projects, uh, kind of as like um, documentation to, to teach others how to do similar things, or uh, how are you planning to do this? Yeah, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure like exactly which parts you're referring to, but you know, anything that touches a chain, like if you have to connect your wallet to it, that's going to be open source. So the entirety of the dashboard, uh, absolutely. Uh, the, the rest of the site, there's, I, I don't really know if we'll open source it or not. I don't see a huge reason not to. I mean, currently it's, uh, but I also don't see a, like a particular reason people might want to copy what we did. It's a pretty basic, like, um, yeah. Uh, maybe I'm 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 uh, misphrasing my question. So I more um, I more want to uh, like ask the question as if like the things you've learned in how to implement uh, Web three into a Web two service. Well, he's got his workshops, like, right? You oh okay. Yeah. Well, that's Tim, Timmy was great. doing workshops. That's a great call out, but uh, slight. I think like. I get what you're asking too. Those are a little different. Um, yeah, by all means. So like if, if it is even touching web three related stuff, we're going to be open sourcing that. So like anything that is just how, let's say our front end talks to an RPC point or something like that. 
that that should be open for people to play with totally uh the only exception would be if we'd like partner with someone whose stuff is closed source but we'd probably avoid doing that because why would you close source something like that so uh I, I guess I'll shout out for everyone here. Like I'm not a dev. Um, that's why I have, I'm thrilled to have a team beneath me. So I don't know if that's the perfect answer for like your question coin landing page, but I guess my overall answer would be if anyone ever thinks that we can help in any way, even if it's just being like, Hey, how did you guys get this thing to work? Where's, can we look at the code for it? Like I see no reason we wouldn't be fine with that. All right, cool. Good to know. Are are you um, needing uh, help with something? Like, is is that why you're asking? Um, yeah, no, I was. Yeah, kind of. I'm uh, wondering how he did the uh, integration with, like, how to do the the donation on Spark IBC uh, on Coin Landing Page. Uh, the the whole website is already built, and the way I want to run it is more as a people can donate uh, how they want. Currently, it's like a buy me a coffee. Kind of thing, but oh. it's very web two, and yeah, it might we be campaign funnel. And that, have you ever checked out like TerraSpace's uh, donation section on his site? Uh, I haven't. So we did a campaign for TerraSpace's, and then because we moved on to the Interchain Info campaign, obviously we're we're using like the site's main front end for that. Um, but in his donation section, you can donate to him on his site through spark ibc and we'd be like more than happy to get something like that up for you i'd be very happy to uh, discuss that yeah uh, and also, we'd, be, we'd also the, let you peek it like, we'd also be happy to let you peek at how that works for sure i mean i think that should all be open already but if you want to learn from it absolutely yeah also on the other side uh you guys are looking into uh redesigning do you already have a team on that or uh we we have me, um, limited budget things. So if anyone wants to help, absolutely. <laughs> but I, we have I, a little bit of help. It's not just me, but um, if anyone wants to like contribute or even just give like feedback on stuff, that yeah, that that totally yeah. be. Remember, you're um, only hard to work with if you're doing everything for free. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, as our like coin landing pages focus is to bring or to inspire. Uh, better web design or uh, top-notch web design within the ecosystem. Um, I'm I'm definitely willing to talk with you about this and give you some pointers here and there. Maybe see what we can do uh, in the future. Let's let's do it. Yeah. Um, in fact, what I was going to say is, if if you don't mind, Joe, I know we have a little more time here. Uh, I, I have time and time again got like awesome ideas from the community or from unexpected sources. Coin Landing and I were chatting the other day about how we can benefit each other um, since we're doing pretty like similar things. They're adjacent, but they're definitely not totally overlapping. Uh, maybe I know you already gave a, a little brief TLDR, but maybe do you want to like explain a little bit more about what you're doing just for background. And then I would encourage everyone to like brainstorm with us. Like if you have any ideas, either come up here on stage or DM us in feature of how Interchain Info and Coin Landing Page could synergize and like help each other. Because I really like what you're doing. It's similar to Interchain, but taking a different core uh, like focus on the design and stuff. And so I'm wondering how they can kind of integrate. Yeah, 100%. Um, so as for an introduction on Coin Landing Page, we're a, um, a, a platform that 
aims to make the cosmos more discoverable or more uh, like easily discoverable through um, like the basics of a, of a chain or of a project. We're not focusing purely on chains, also the validators uh, or even the companies behind chains. We want to like bring them to the spotlight. And doing this as with a, like a focus on the basic information, like uh, the social links, what are they about, like a, a description, and also their genesis and, and who made them, like the founders. And we also want to focus on uh, like the design of the landing page, that hence the name Coin Landing Page. Um, so we're, we're trying to boost the level of web design within the ecosystem and as you said we we talked about like um getting the community together to see how uh, coin landing page and uh interchain info could collaborate and boost each other because i think the the best um like end uh, point for us both would be to to boost each other's uh, utility instead of competing um, and a coin landing page would be more for the, like the entry level users. Interchain info, I see it more as uh, for people who are already doing their deep dive. Um, so from that point, it would be interesting to see how other people within the community would be like see this collaboration happen. And Wait. exactly as you said. Could, could I ask you to like expand on how you see coin landing page as being for new people? Because the way I was thinking about it and understanding it is it's almost more for like devs or potential project founders who might want to go get inspired for something for them to build. But w what angle are you seeing it at where new users are like a target? I'm just trying to so think the, through this. Yeah. So the, the, the angle of like, um, how it would be for new users is because we're focusing on the basic info. So just teaching people what are they about. We start with uh, a brief preview of the landing page, links to the social uh, links, uh, social pages. And uh, then once you click through, you get a, a view of the full landing page uh, and some data on, on the chain, as well as a complete uh, uh, like description submitted by the project itself, which teaches them like, okay, what are the, what are they about? We also aim to make um, simple guides as like, what is DeFi? What is a DEX? Stuff like this. Um, and uh, I don't know, am I explaining it like very clearly? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So by, by focusing on, on the most basic info and not talking about numbers like, uh, what's the market cap? What's the, the, the genesis supply? What's the, the inflation? Uh, all these things. Yeah, which, which I'll call out for people who maybe have played around with interchain info. We will be adding. Like, it's not there right now, but we will have all that sort of stuff, unlike Coin Landing. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so by focusing on the most basic stuff and having a focus on web design as a specific detail, uh, we aim to be like an entry point, which could then lead as like for the people who are already known with projects and who know how to interact with 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 everything um, yeah. to follow through to interchain info. So just to maybe get the gears in people's heads turning, like 
here's sort of where my head's at. I just thought of this like now while we're chatting. Maybe something like, uh, you know, when you run a search on Interchain Info, right now you have kind of two options at the top of your search to either search the index or search, uh, search resources. Maybe there's either like a third that uh, does like a landing page search that would redirect over to your site or uh, an option for our existing search where you can switch between a list view and like a grid type gallery view where it would show the landing pages for everything. And that could be like powered by coin landing page. And then on your end, maybe like your short info blurb is automatically pulled from like the first paragraph of our pages. And then there's a read more button somewhere at the bottom that would take you to the interchain info page for it for people who want to get more into it. something like that. I don't know if that's equally beneficial both ways, but just sort of talking out loud here to get get people's gears turning. Um, we yeah, my, my philosophy with everything we've done with Spark and Interchain is like, we're in Web3, which is already niche. And then we're in Cosmos, which is a niche or part of that niche. Like, I don't think we can afford to be too competitive yet, um, at least not for something like this that's public good related. You know, if you're doing a DEX or a protocol, like, go be competitive, competition breeds innovation. But for like infrastructure type stuff, which is what I consider this. I know it's not, you know, like indexing or Cosmos SDK work, but this is like infrastructure for users. I don't think there's any room for competition. So coin landing page, uh, some of the stuff Grits is doing right now, like my mind is always to collaboration and like lifting each other up. So I don't think we can afford to do anything less right now. Everybody is also doing like something slightly different than each other and that's also going to create a meta which drives things forward so like for instance i am noticing things other people are doing like validators and i'm like man i could probably do that better and automate it at the same time so i've been doing that yeah yeah like someone has one idea that someone else wouldn't have ever had but that other person does have an idea on how to improve it like this this is what we got to focus on right now and i think I think we can all grow. That's what builds a community, like literally. Yeah, I've been in communities in other fields of things that that's how it's done. So, and it never fails. Awesome! That was a very wholesome discussion. I got to learn more about Spark, uh, Spark IBC, the trade info, as well as coordinating. Uh, since we approaching the end, um, I guess just send any last thoughts again, if you guys have any, and we we'll end the space. Um. Nothing, nothing we haven't covered, I think. I would just shout out that like, if, if you want to contribute Interchain Info right now, you can donate on Spark IBC. Um, we also have an update to Spark coming just within a few days, and then a little bit later this month, a Rango integration. So you guys will be able to donate from any currency on any chain in like an easy UX. Um, so you can do that right now. Other than that, though, uh, I would just encourage you to keep an eye out for, I'll, I'll definitely make tweets about it. Um, Governance proposals that we'll be putting through um, sometime this week, we'll be putting them on forums for each chain and then probably next week on chain to be voted on. Um, and then I guess kind of along with that, but contrary, you know, if you look at our governance proposals as they are and you do have issue with them, like feel free to voice that. Let's talk through it and see see what your issues are. Maybe we have answers. Maybe you've thought of something we haven't. Um, if you like the general sound of what we're doing, I just encourage you to get involved. Awesome. All right. Okay. Enjoy your day, guys. It was a pleasure chatting with you all. Thanks so much, Joe. It's been a while. It's good to chat. (laughs)
No, serious. Anytime you like to chat as well, my DMs are open. So all good. Awesome. Right. Have a great weekend. Oh, sorry, week. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Yeah, so. Thank you very much. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was Interchain Info, Cosmos Index by Spark IBC, hosted by CoinHall. Recorded on Sunday, February 5th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support, meow. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions. Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing. All aggressive, insane from all directions. Smoke rolls in when I start a session. Plink canvas, blaze up the handlers. Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck. Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush. Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers. Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse. But in the universe, I'm just writing some words. Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs. Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded Shit and line them up Just another fixed game of try my luck Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up driver or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake off the cutting floor We take a little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the blocks came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal, I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble Spaces.